1: Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.
0: Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you, like I'm feeling you.
2: In, yeah, in. everybody freeze, put your hands up. Freeze. We ain't about to take it easy. I Hope you cakes up. London with the beach, here, yeah, we go in. so in. Then a girl with a friend, yeah we both win. Yeah, yeah. Hotel chilling, yeah she's sweet. Got the pain and the koozie up, getting sweet. Taking pics with the side chick, ooh delete. I bet you wondering how I keep it all so neat. Say yeah, what? back in the days, 14 years, going up London time, yes no fist. <laughs> Went on a vacation, yes it was a teaser. Later like found out she would going to a visa. Hi everyone oh, no and
1: welcome back to another episode changed. of Pump Heads. I'm your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls, but you know that and with me today I'm so excited to have on the pod beauty connoisseur fellow elite podcaster it's Nick (laughs) Axelrod hi I I have
2: been I have not been this nervous to do anything since I one time I interviewed Kathy Griffin and I (sighs) had and I have like a bad um habit of when I have ever interviewed a comedian to try to like make them laugh and then I and that's like not what you should do like as the interviewer you know and yeah as the interviewer um, for sure it's not that's not your (laughs) that's not your job and um and I blacked out during that interview but I feel similarly nervous to talk about one of my favorite things in the world and I've listened I listened to babe back in the day I like love what you do so I'm very excited
1: I'm so glad to have you here truly I love uh, people that like are in different industries like I want their takes on the show I hope to reach like a sector of every type of person in the world and get them to weigh in on Vanderpump Rules so you're part of my ultimate mission plan (laughs) and don't even be nervous because truly I could not imagine a more lower stakes environment
2: no I mean I know and it is you know yes it is Vanderpump Rules and this is a show about nothing and trash bags but at the same time, it's also art, and it's also important. You it know what I mean? It is
1: incredibly serious, yes. Yeah. It's, it's the best mixture because it both is meaningless and so meaningful.
2: Right. Okay, mm-hmm. so can I just tell you a little bit about how I came to Vanderpump? Please do. I was I was living in New York, and I was house swapping with a friend in L.A., and I woke up, I think, on New Year's Day alone in this Echo Park uh, house that I was staying in, and on Hulu there was like the back catalog. It, this was probably like I was probably 3 seasons behind. I'd never watched it. Mm-hmm. And I watched like the first season of Vanderpump Rules in, you know, whatever, a few hours um on New Year's Day. And I was so blown away by like st- I mean Stassi season 1 before she like knew that she was going to be like a star, you know, a reality TV star. Yeah. Is is some of the best. It's some of the best reality TV I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, seasons one, two, and three are so organic and just like pure, truly raw, and very pure. Like before celebrity hits them, right? And yeah, then-
2: and but before filler and before Botox, and like they all just like look normal, and it's all the back alley stuff, and it's it's um it's Stassi and Jax, you know.
1: Yeah, there was just also so much like raw sexual energy happening oh in my the show God. that it's yeah. truly gone at this point, which uh, just hit me like in the last 24 hours I was like, "Oh, there's no more like horniness on Vanderpump Rules."
2: You're actually totally right. Like Raquel is sexless. Mm-hmm. Charlie is completely sexless.
1: Yeah. Void of... Lala
2: Lala like talks about it so much that it makes it renders her sexless. Mm-hmm. I mean, Schwartz and Sandoval, There's, you're right. There's literally yeah. no Jax. Say what you will about
1: Jax. Mm-hmm. Our problematic he king, was, Jack Taylor. <laughs> he was bring, fuckable. Yeah. He made you question your own sexual Values. preferences. Yeah. He was, <laughs> it was constant back and forth of like, would I, wouldn't I? He kept you on your toes. And he also really anchored the show with his like horniness.
2: Yeah, and he seems like in and I know this is this is like a backhanded compliment, but he seems like responsible enough to take Valtrex every day so that mm-hmm. I <laughs> would feel in turn feel comfortable sleeping with him. Do you know what I mean?
1: He knows his body well enough to yes. know about going on antivirals. I think <laughs> you might be able to get him to use a condom if it's like really really thin.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're skin. just
1: doing like a quick fuck, which I imagine it would be, you're not going <laughs> to linger with Jax Taylor. You know no, what I mean? There's not like No. A and I like, I kind of
2: trust, I trust that about him. Like I would trust a porn star or anyone in sex work, like mm-hmm. that they just like would know, they would know, you know, and that would be my main concern with, with having <laughs> sex with Jax Taylor. That would be the only, my only concern.
1: Yeah, but I really think at this point, like, he's got it on lock and it would be, you'd have a good time.
2: Do we think that Britney and Jax are going to get their, do they have a spinoff in the works? Like another one of them go to Kentucky?
1: I worry about what they are going to do for a living a lot. Me too. I think that they probably all had to sign like crazy non-compete clauses. So I don't know if they'd be doing a spinoff anywhere in like the NBC Universal Like universe But are are they
2: Are they dead to Bravo Like all of them They
1: might be dead to Bravo I would watch Any sort of spinoff That any Like fired castmates do Like obviously It's my job But like Yeah I don't know I don't know
2: I had one. So, when I was watching this week's episode, I had one question which I wrote down, which was, and this is like a very, you know, I was a reporter back in the day. And so I like to like figure out, like, what are the facts that we know? And then what can we like deduce? <laughs> what can we take from those facts and apply elsewhere? So, we found out last week that Erica Jane makes $600,000 a season okay. to be on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: I didn't know that, but I'm glad to know that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. So, that we
2: like. Like uh, Andy Cohen, Randy Cohen, Andy said at some point during like one of the reunion like kerfuffles that um, she, he was like, I know how much you make. And it was revealed to be $600,000. Okay. Knowing okay. that, how much do the cast members of Vanderpump make?
1: The OGs that have been on for – once you're on for over three seasons, I think you get a significant pay bump. So I think Got like – Tom Sandoval, Schwartz, and Katie, they must be getting somewhere in the ballpark of like I want to say 20,000 an episode.
2: And how many? So, There's probably like 18 how,
1: episodes or something.
2: So we're going to do this math. Okay, or like 20
1: on. to 24 episodes. I'm not so sure, but I think it's like up. They're definitely in the six figures. Like even I would say So Okay, if, if, it, if it
2: was 20... Yeah, so about five hundred K, we think, like the OG, OGs, OG, four fifty yeah. to five hundred,
1: and also Bravo really cut costs by letting go of <laughs> all those people, so now they can We're, just like underpay. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm sure James Raquel. I definitely think Charlie's probably not making great. Charlie's definitely no. not making great money.
2: It's like for trade. It's like she just like <laughs> wants the the sir uniforms exposure. Just so yeah, and yeah
1: uniforms and like access to alcohol as
2: As, yeah as many um strawberry field salads as they can eat
1: yeah i think they do pretty well for themselves at this point but like jackson Brittany, i don't know what other strains of income they have
2: i mean they do a lot of those like flat tummy tea ads and things like that okay that i think that will dry up also like the algorithm changes recently not to get too in the weeds with like how influencers make money but like their impressions are down, so, like, I just don't think they're going to be see. – they're not going to be getting the kind of deals that they might have been getting. Yeah. Um, but one thing I think about a lot is that the entire cast of Vanderpump Rules not only makes more money than I do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, meaning, like, Raquel, whatever, Levesque or Levis. something. Mm-hmm. Levis. She makes so much more money than I make, and, like, a lot of them own houses. They own homes. They're homeowners
1: seen them accomplish like huge life goals and their like ascension to wealth, fame, and stardom has damaged my personal mental health along me the too. way. it's been a lot to get over. I feel like especially the biggest thing was like when Stasi wrote a book and yeah. I was like, oh <laughs> God damn it like I really it was a dark night of the soul for me personally. But like, yeah, the houses stuff is also a hard pill to swallow. But now I'm in a place of just acceptance and it feels good.
2: And they have big mortgages.
1: Huge mortgages and also A lot
2: there's a lot of overhead. Are you really
1: jealous of anyone's house that's on the show? No,
2: no, no, no. I mean, no.
1: You know what I mean? Like, you, take you it know, like, whenever you, you
2: pass, like, you're, like, in a neighborhood in L.A. and you pass, like, a new construction and it'll be, like, one of those, like, crazy white farmhouses with, like, painted There's white so brick. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, like, who would fucking buy, like, who is buying these white farmhouses and then...
1: Literally, no, the cast the of *Vanderpump the- Rules* and <laughs> yeah. everyone that's in their like immediate stratosphere. Universe. Yeah, there's a yeah. very specific type of LA person that's like attracted and yearns for that kind of nouveau farmhouse. Yeah. they're like vibe. it really
2: grosses me out to live in a space that someone else has lived in before. So I just like how clean they are. You I know, like I just new, like how
1: with a nod yep. to the old. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like to. Tra- I like the idea of like a traditional you know like white picket fence family that i never had mm-hmm. yet i want it to be brand new
1: yeah it's i think it speaks to some childhood trauma that's unresolved and just a getting back like a getting back to basics
2: so that's a great segue because the biggest question i had um from this episode was okay i and i like took notes but then i got confused
1: Kate, it's all good. I take a lot of Kate notes too, Susan
2: so. and Kate, Susan, and Laura.
1: We okay, this shook me, and I thought I was watching the episode <laughs> last night, and I thought I definitely didn't hear that right. Like, I must be too tired. Like, I simply must go to bed and I'll revisit this in the morning when I have yeah. more clarity and like mental acuity. So then I started the episode at that point, rewatched and confirmed my initial belief that. Raquel's biological mother, Susan. Susan gave birth to her biological sister Kate. Then first. she got. I like how I like
2: how Raquel says first. that her older sister <laughs> was born first. Understood.
1: <laughs> she likes to make sure. I really appreciate her making sure that yeah. we know that. So then, her mother, biological mother, got biological mother with Raquel, and. I guess, did not want to have Raquel as a baby. But her aunt...
2: <laughs> I'm not laughing at... I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not laughing. I,
1: I truly, like... Family... All, th- all families are beautiful. Yeah. Honestly. And everyone does things differently. Like, yeah. I... There's, like, no shade or shame, like, with adoption or anything. I just think that this is a truly wild and unique situation. Yeah. Sexy, unique situation. <laughs> Susan said, I, I don't want this baby but laura susan's sister said i want the baby so susan said you can have raquel so
2: i'll keep so basically like i'll keep, I'll keep the pregnancy for you
1: for you have this baby and then you adopt her and raquel seems well adjusted over this for, yeah yeah for, and,
2: but like but my, but did did kate who is who is the one who was born first from their biological mother <laughs> aka older sister um what did she stay with Susan, or did she also go to Laura?
1: I think she stayed with Susan is the impression that I
2: got had. it okay okay
1: um I'm just gonna say off the bat, I hate Kate on raquel's behalf. I think she's a, <laughs> I think she's a buds kill, and i don't I don't like her one bet do you like like Raquel- the
2: the faded <laughs> the faded black ink like starscape on her shoulder? <laughs>
1: She's bringing a whole different vibe to the table that's decidedly very un-Raquel, and so I feel like mm-hmm. it was a good thing that they were separated when they were, but I'm team yeah. Raquel, and even if Raquel won't honor her own feelings of anger, or resentment, like, I'll carry that torch for her.
2: Well, where did she grow up in Canada?
1: No, I think she grew up in California. Like, I want to say Sonoma, oh. or, or she went to Re- Sonoma, what, some college in Sonoma, but... I think she's a California girl.
2: Interesting. I don't know why I thought she was from Canada. I think I thought her last name sounded like French-Canadian, mm-hmm. Lavis.
1: And know? she seen, has like kind she, of seems, a, she has a she Canadian seems hair Canadian about her.
0: <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean?
1: So we're getting a lot of like shocking backstories like that we didn't used to get. Like with Charlie, I hope to learn more about Charlie's upbringing. Oh my God. We're, yeah they're leading with trauma this season with like the newer cast member additions and I'm not mad at it
2: so Charlie as from what we know at this point Charlie it don't fuck with her out of anyone
1: yeah she's, she's the, not w- the person one. she's not the
2: one to f- <laughs> to fuck with right and that is because she comes from like a very tough background we think
1: yeah, she's from Barstow, I think, which said it all to me. And then, <laughs> and then, there's and she just, just like knows stuff. people. Yeah. And she's like really been through it. And you just don't fuck with Charlie.
2: Right. I mean, I want to, yeah, I want to see her parents. Speaking of parents, James's mom's new face.
1: New face. I feel like I'm being energy. a bitch and
2: I'm not trying to be a bitch I, about no, these people and not, their appearance. I'm,
1: this is the place um, to be a bitch about the cast numbers <laughs> so Okay, good. It's a, um, it's a totally bitch friendly environment.
2: So, Jacqueline, 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 is James's mom. Mm-hmm. I saw something online being like, wouldn't it be amazing if PK was James's father? Like, PK from Beverly PK Hills is James's father. and James's father. father
1: do have a very similar vibe.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I wouldn't trust either one. Mm-hmm. I would trust um, PK but-
1: more. I, took a corner. <laughs> I turned a sad corner with PK, where I'm now like I'm dealing with like a personal attraction to PK
2: interesting
1: i know it really like his sense of humor and like the jokes that yeah. he brought to the table about the erica situation that
2: one that one scene really won him like I it won, it won him like, more fans mm-hmm. it, he felt he seemed like less like a shyster or like a totally like you know what i mean like a a good time guy or whatever. He's just like a con artist.
1: Yeah. I thought, and, his,
2: and now it doesn't seem like he is anymore because it he was funny. It doesn't seem
1: like that. And his, he has a sense of humor and then he's also been like more open about his own financial failings, which then gives right. you like a trustworthy energy. So yeah, I agree. All of this is to say he's a one. But on Jacqueline's new face, Jacqueline's new face, her whole, I like that she's leading with positivity. Yes. Um, in everything she says and does, even if she may not really truly feel that.
2: I mean, she, I think she probably saw, you know, herself on camera for the first time that, you know, two seasons ago or whenever we first met dear Jacqueline and she, like the camera is, is, <laughs> is tough. The and camera doesn't um, lie. <laughs> the camera doesn't lie. James Kennedy is 22 years old and like all of the hard parting hasn't really caught up with him, you know, from a complexion standpoint. And I think Jacqueline just compared to everyone else just saw it and went to a doctor and pumped her. I mean, it, it doesn't, it could be a facelift, but I think it's just a ton I think it's of dermal a lot
1: fillers, of yeah, fillers and some like neurotoxins at play. Yes, and
2: and like a new haircut. She has Katie's haircut. She does,
1: of. and it's it's laying a little better than Katie's tends <laughs> to lay. I want to say one of my favorite stories about Jacqueline is from the Doty and James Kennedy era where Kristen Doty said that Jacqueline stole her credit card and used it to charge $400 worth of Botox. And I thought <laughs> that's queen shit right there.
2: <laughs> that is, that is so wild. Imagine. And also like, is Lisa Vanderpump, like how did, how remind me how she knows James's mother or does she know James's father? Like how did she get miss, like messed up with these people?
1: I just assume, I guess, that all British people that move to a city like Los they, Angeles yeah. just know each other.
2: It's like how Nicole Kidman knows Naomi Watts knows, yeah, like, same whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, That's I wouldn't be
1: surprised point. if later we found out that Nicole and Naomi somehow know Brock.
2: Oh, I completely. <laughs> <laughs> Brock uh. is so hot and it's distracting. <laughs>
1: You are a Brockhead. He's just a oh, little too, he's like too big for me, I think.
2: Honestly, he's not big enough for me. <laughs> like he could, he could literally kill me. He could sit on me, suffocate me, mm-hmm. squeeze me like a walnut between his between legs. His huge meaty thighs, until, throw you yeah, through until, a window. Until my brain pops out of my ears <laughs> and I would be happy. I'd like die happy because I think he's so hot.
1: I love that. I would I would like I would like a man to like bench press me. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or and I love like if a man can if I could lay on a man and he can do push-ups, that also is a <laughs> turn on. So Brock is bringing that to the table. And he
2: is I actually I I'll correct my earlier statement. He is the only one I think on the show who has some sort of sex appeal at this like that he, he does. does.
1: We're not like I think we're focusing on kind of the wrong thing with Brock and the second family. Like (laughs) like, I can't see Sheena, my queen, Sheena Shay, like get hurt again. So I would rather just be lied to and told that everything's fine and focus on how happy they are. And yeah, I would love to get a glimpse more into like their sex life.
2: Like who at 20 years old didn't make mistakes? Yeah. Right. Who among us?
1: And if you want to live in America, and for, your provide a better life to for live in family. another continent, i like, what can you do?
2: Like the way that Sheena told retold the story was like coming, like our ancestors coming from Russia. You know, like one would go over <laughs> and like have to trade a pair of candlesticks for like the ship ticket or something, and like then they would like send money. On. It's like Brock has not sent a dollar back to his family in Australia. <laughs> Like he was not going to like the new land to find a better life, you know, or for... maybe he was. We don't know. <laughs> for... I
1: mean, I think he was trying to play sports like he's ex or was an NFL hopeful or something. But oh, then... because
2: I was like, guess where you don't go if you're trying to play rugby professionally, America.
1: Yeah, not rugby. But I think he was. Oh, trying but he was to going play to be like in the American NFL. football. And then it just didn't work out. But he just realized America is the land of opportunity. True. And you get to escape and, he, and yeah. your family your first and family. like where
2: does where does Brock begin and Jason Momoa end? That's a and great if question. there's room, you know, and like I feel like he could get. I feel like he has star. He has like star power. Brock mm-hmm. to me.
1: He also seems vulnerable.
2: Yeah, he cried. I mean, he
1: cries like he. I'm. He's one to watch.
2: Oh, 100%. More so than anyone else. Like the fact that I was talking about this with my husband last night. The fact that we're st- like stuck with James Kennedy and Raquel in like the driver's seat. <laughs> and like, like, It's a twist we
1: never so, would have seen coming.
2: It just feels like we've taken the understudies, you know, and put them in, put them in. And then that's the new cast. Like it's not it was not what I. it was not the show I bought tickets for, and yet it's the show.
0: It's the I'm show watching. you're
1: watching. I appreciate Raquel's ascension to being like the star of Vanderpump rules. Because again, <laughs> if you had asked me in her first scene, like how far she would go, I would say not far at all. But I like her AI energy that she brings to the table. Like she I'm said, not this mad is, at I- it.
2: I mean, the, I mean, I guess what she is able to offer is an intense uh, vulnerability, like transparency or vulnerability. Like she, in the last episode, when she said, this is a quote, how are you not embarrassed by me (laughs) to James? (laughs) And then James comforts her by saying, you're a great talker with your friends when you're chatting. Yeah. (laughs) Like, don't make yourself up that you can't make a toast
1: relationship goals (laughs) honestly
2: (laughs) but like the like I like that vulnerability is I think what makes a good reality tv star like she just is saying the most like cringeworthy truthful things that we all probably feel but don't say
1: and very earnest like in this episode at the start she goes I'm surrounded by friends I have a festival named after me I'm going to be the future Mrs. James Kennedy and she's like life is good and I was like that is actually great for you like she's yeah. she's reflecting on a moment of true happiness in her life
2: but the fact that like Coachella is they're treating Coachella like it is Mecca and that they have that it's a it is like so mind blowing that like they would be able to recreate Coachella like on the same field where they like have seen all these great bands. Like that whole, that romanticizing, like Coachella, which if you've ever been, is...
1: It's hell. It's hell. And it's also become a
2: parody of itself.
1: Yeah. I've had maybe one and a half Coachella experiences that I truly enjoyed. And then the rest have been a long, like I wished for the sweet release of Death for like the whole time I was there
2: I went in 2007 and Prince was the headliner Mm -hmm. and I left before Prince because I was like this place (laughs) smells like fucking horseshit because it's on a literal polo field and like there's not like there's no water and I was carrying a backpack and I was like this is horrible
1: no I've never known how to like I've never even known how to approach Coachella from, like, a looking cute standpoint even. I'm like, after I've been standing around and sweating in the desert for 12-plus hours and being forced to walk, like, five miles a day, I'm going to look like shit and also feel like shit. And And I I, understand how these other, like, Coachella girls (laughs) and guys are, like, truly killing it on the polo fields looking unbothered I'm like how are you doing that I don't think they're real people
2: no I, well, I think that I think that you it's something you train for yeah so I don't think it's just I don't think you just walk onto the onto the, not, the, great, the great, all the, great all
1: wrong. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the great Coachella um polo fields and just think like the, the it, battleground that's just, yeah the <laughs> battleground like I think that there is a certain amount of prep and caloric deprivation and carb aversion and you know, like hydration.
1: I think yeah. I interacted with some women who had made like full-blown Excel documents of all the outfit changes that would take place like throughout the day, and no. like for the parties. Yeah, like it was like there are strategizers that descend on these music festivals. I mean, and so I guess I, I get it really... then
2: that like <clears throat> that like Coachella was like brought Ariana to tears. <laughs> Their love for Coachella I actually kind of
1: (laughs) love Because it does feel Like I remember on social media When Ariana and Tom Went to Coachella (laughs) for the first time And I did see The joy just like radiating Off of their Instagram posts And stories so I was like good for them But for You you felt like that that was real What means that much to you in your life What's your Coachella
2: (sighs) That's a really good question. Um, like Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like the fact that like you can, anything you can think of, you can get the next day is like mm-hmm. kind of mind blowing. I also have a daughter and a husband. So they're like in the, they're your my Coachella. Coachella. They're, they're sort of my Coachella then. too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like just the idea of like overnight shipping and you can get anything.
1: Anything. Oh, tell me about it. I love Amazon Prime. be singing me undies praises from all black classics to fun expressive prints me undies has a look for everyone plus they come in sizes xs to 4xl guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody me undies isn't just about underwear explore the lounge collection featuring joggers hoodies onesies and more me undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater it's breathable stretchy and oh so comfy making it ideal for all day wear they use sustainably sourced material and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on me, undies. Good things come in big packages at Me Undies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at meundies.com/slash sexy. That's meundies.com/slash sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies, comfort from the outside in.
0: What's your Coachella?
1: I would say Amazon Prime is up there. Um that's Coachella level for me as well. I think probably my Sephora credit card is a Coachella. Mm-hmm. Um my dog is very Coachella to me. <laughs> 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 like that's a comfortable fair. a comfortable bed, like a really comfy bed, great sheets, mattress, pillows, cover, blankets. That's Coachella.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's very Coachella. Like a mm-hmm. real like a a four seasons mattress with like all the pillows like Oof. that has just been made.
1: Yeah. With like a full like a heavy duvet, but that doesn't make you oh. sweat and you No, it doesn't make luxurious. you sweat because you've
2: turned you've like cranked the AC down to like 65 degrees. Mm-hmm. And you're under the covers. That's Coachella.
1: Yeah. Some workout classes are very Coachella to me.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just living in a
1: different, yeah, it's like, I just am not a Coachella person, but I love their passion and the joy that it brings them. And especially Tom
2: they the The crying about it, but also the $25,000 that it took to like erect the Coachella on the field, number one, seemed low.
1: I thought that seemed high. I literally thought I thought 5000 max.
2: To get a taco truck, a TP like a uh, margarita aerial bar, aerial, dancer. that dancer. Yeah. Those balloon
1: strings. Those are essential Coachella. You cannot do Coachella without a long <laughs> balloon string. So yeah, I guess no, but, those actually,
2: be... but you know what probably rang up the most was the fireworks.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Fireworks are very expensive, I think.
1: I can't believe... I'm like, that's why I'm like, these people are rich and... Either are terrible with their finances, or they're just so rich at this point that they can blow that kind of money, like just plop down twelve point five k each, and it's really not a big deal to them.
2: I think that they are terrible with their money. I do not think (laughs) that they are rich beyond belief. I think I don't think beyond
1: belief, but I think like because Sandoval and Schwartz have to have made. Well, I don't know with the pandemic and stuff, like what the returns on TomTom are right now. No,
2: you're right. I mean, the pandemic, the pandemic was hard on all of us, but it was hard. It was particularly hard on Tom Devastating
1: to Lisa's.
2: (laughs) To Lisa's empire. I
1: mean, we straight up lost Villa Blanca in the
2: pandemic. No no one's talking about that. No one's
1: talking about that. Um, Villa Blanca's gone. TomTom was one of the last restaurants in LA to like reopen? Like it opened far later than anywhere because
2: else. they have they have our safety at first. And mm-hmm. Like and, and that's all they care about. Public probably. safety is their Coachella <laughs> at
1: <Tom Tom>. Hong <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah, like I think I I wonder. Because they were gearing up for just like a great 2020 with like opening up the little side area, like a whole new zone of Tom Tom. So now they have to really make it back. But I feel like Schwartz and Sandys could be a huge hit.
2: I so agree. And I'm so happy you said that. I think like it's a fine name. Get over the name. I like the name. Absolutely fine name.
1: Ride for the name.
2: <laughs> the fact that like even that Tom Sandoval actually knows who James Terrell is was also kind of mind-blowing that he was like and I was, I was like okay I guess James Turrell's like so basic <laughs> at it's this invaded point the culture <laughs> yeah
1: when once the once it's reached like a Sandoval level <laughs> yeah. you are like okay then we need you know a new gotta light gotta... artist yeah
2: <laughs> seriously um, but I think it's a genius a genius idea because I don't even know where Franklin Village is but I assume that there's not a cool place to go
1: they're putting it on the map. I think it used to be La Pu but now if I were the owners of La Pubelle, I'd be shaking in my boots.
2: What what is Franklin Village?
1: Franklin Village is like it's right next to Beechwood. I feel like it's between Oh, Beachwood. I thought it was in
2: like Valley Village. I no, thought it was like Franklin in, Village is oh, that stretch of Franklin,
1: kind of right before you get it. into Los Feliz where it's like Oh,
2: so they're like making another Hollywood bar.
1: Yes. They're oh, on that stretch. You don't think that's smart? I think No, that I
2: thought it was really smart to like make a bar in like Valley Village. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like that like Valley Village probably doesn't have any good bars. And like yeah, there's like probably a lot Hollywood, of young people Valley with money. Village. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well maybe that it'll expand. I mean I feel like Schwartz and Sandy's could become like an Applebee's type of restaurant. <laughs> like it has like chain what like capability. what the Wahlburgers
2: couldn't what the Burgers will
1: never be able to accomplish what, Did you watch Chili's? Wall Street? No. D- Am I missing out? <laughs>
2: yeah. <Okay>. Um, it <laughs> wow, is. Okay. You're the ter- only yeah. person
1: that's ever said that <laughs> to me, but I'm intrigued. Tell me more.
2: Well, it, what's interesting, and just we don't have to go too deep into it because it's worth watching, I don't want to ruin it for you, is that like the only thing that Mark Wahlberg is good at is acting, and like every <laughs> investment that he's made, every bet he's <laughs> taken on a person has like been totally like a totally bad idea um and it and the and it, it's the it's a like four episode reality show that was produced by his own production company about four? how he, yeah it's like four <laughs> or five episodes about how he's like a entrepreneur mm-hmm and it's so it's just so sad i'll let you
1: okay i'm going to watch it then cuz it pops up every once in a while it's on one of those streaming platforms maybe like hbo max acquired it or yeah. something so it's yeah. on my radar i didn't know it was such a low commitment level either i'm interested
2: yeah i mean it's just it's just sad because it's all the businesses are failing love that and and he and he's trying and like <laughs> but his ideas like one of his businesses is called municipal and it's basically just like T shirts that the word municipal is written on. No. And he's like wondering why it's like not doing well. Okay, and wait, then the this other is one is, is incredible. like how he's like trying to like, make Wahlburgers happen, like <laughs> in the UK, <laughs> but they, they don't like want don't want <laughs> they don't no. want it in the UK. And his like dumbass brother is like running operations. <laughs> I don't know, it's a mess. And it, he also lives in like a Disney castle. It's kind of funny and amazing.
1: Okay, I'm definitely watching this. I also just have to say I've never even had a Wahlburger, and I no. resent the whole endeavor. I think the color scheme is gross. Like it doesn't Horrible. read it. And I'm like the number one fan of a cheeseburger, like I it's like a once or twice a week affair for me. So I'm open, but I've never they didn't been come at it calm. from the right angle. No. Terrible like, color they scheme. Didn't, as well. They
2: didn't. They didn't. Bad color scheme. They didn't really understand like where we were in like the burger movement. And it was like because I feel like when they came into being, it was kind of like umami burger, right? It was about this like adding something special yeah it was like elevate it was elevating the hamburger and i feel like Wahlburgers just sort of met the hamburger where it already was yeah and didn't didn't put a twist on it besides they felt their name name. was
1: the twist
2: right and it wasn't but (laughs) but going schwartz and sandys i think could could expand apparently now i haven't been to vegas in a long time but apparently now it's like all lisa vanderpump restaurants
1: yeah, she's taken over. I'm like, where's the Vanderpump Vegas reality show? Yeah. Where's that? Where's, like, why are we not following the Sheena doppelganger around? And, like, yeah. I love, like, a slice of Vegas life. So yeah, that needs to happen. I could see Schwartz and Sandys is just smart from a branding standpoint also of, like, I would watch a show that takes place there. I'm, I'm glad that they're leaning into the just restaurant legacy and yeah. have been able to start to create a legacy out of yeah. the hellfire of sir. The
2: one thing that like concerned me was when Sandoval said he wanted double Decker uh, booths.
1: Yeah. It was very awesome. I, I just imagine like- it's going to be very Austin powers, like from a decor <laughs> standpoint,
2: which- but like, I just like one thing I, I would be really concerned about like the construction. Mm -hmm. like walking into that bar I would just feel a little uncomfortable with like are things going to fall down
1: permits and yeah yeah. because I
2: just don't I feel like they're not (laughs) that's not what they're really concerned with like they they would make it out of like popsicle sticks and you know craft paper
1: well that's also kind of the Lisa Vanderpump way is if you go into pump or um sir especially like there are columns that look like they're marble but they're really like painted plywood Cardboard. or styrofoam <laughs> even and like tom tom feels just very dangerous to be in from an earthquake yeah. standpoint like it's so much metal that could there's like the shaken. all like the it's
2: like the the steampunk like clocks or whatever yeah, it's have. a whole
1: steampunk wall that could chop you into bits <laughs> literally you would lose a limb if like the big one hit, and you happen to be in there.
2: Have you guys talked about on this podcast about how there's the breakout um, TikTok twerker who is a server at TomTom? Tom?
1: No, which TikTok, which <laughs> server is it? So,
2: um, I don't think he's on the show, but he has long hair. He's a handsome guy. Ponytail like, hair. Yes. Yeah, yes. I know.
1: He's served me. He's great server. <laughs> <I'm excited laughs> well, he's, that he's also working.
2: He's also a really good twerker, and he's like called like Sir Twerks a lot or something like oh that God. on TikTok. And he like makes every TikTok challenge like into a twerking challenge. And he is, but his day job is serving mm-hmm.
1: the Hollywood anyway, that's hustle. All I just, Okay, <laughs> well, I'm checking him out immediately. Um, I love James. The reveal of the Tiffany ring maybe not being a tiffany ring do we think it was like well, a tiffany secondhand ring or just like so a i, I think in a tiffany box
2: so the core to me the core of the matter is about whether it's the ring that makes it tiffany mm-hmm. or that's the stone mm-hmm. or the place you buy it
1: yeah i don't i don't know the answer to so that. So
2: like I, I actually texted one of my friends who's a certified gemologist <laughs> Thank God. before do, doing <laughs> Thank this God. and I was and I was like is it possible to buy a Tiffany diamond from a dealer but it isn't a Tiffany ring <laughs> and she wrote back why would you do that? <laughs> so I guess <laughs> I guess you could it's feasible that you could like go to a diamond dealer and they would sell you a Tiffany like certified no actually you know what I can't even justify it myself
1: my theory is that it was like someone gave back or sold their ring
2: like pawned it
1: yeah pawned it or like and then that person then sold it to james <laughs> and it was right. a tiffany ring it was just like it, at one it point was like, yeah it was already it was a pre-owned <laughs> tiffany engagement ring
2: or no. So I think it was, or just I, I think the diamond. that someone, yes, I think someone pawned their ring and then that ring was purchased by some kind of like diamond dealer, probably went through a few different mm-hmm. owners. Then that dealer took the ring out of the pawned ring and put it into a new setting and a new ring and sold it to James.
1: For $100,000.
2: I want to see that. I want to I need see the that invoice for that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't believe. I don't believe no. the hundred thousand dollar. No. Ring. Also,
2: like to buy a hundred thousand dollar ring from a diamond dealer, like as a deal, would mean that like retail, it would be like
1: five hundred thousand dollars, like a half a and million like, dollar ring.
2: And that ring is not. It's no. It's it's no it's Travis not. Barker, Courtney Kardashian ring.
1: Yeah, I demand more ring receipts so we can get to the bottom there's so many questions
2: i just like feel bad for raquel because it makes her look stupid
1: well i don't think she when- needs i mean i think she's <laughs> a lot of help with that. i wouldn't know but just like going around one thing that makes her look no stupid.
2: true No, but I just feel like why, you know, punch down. And I feel like to to me, like presenting Raquel with a ring and saying it's from Tiffany when there is like an element of truth, but it's not the whole truth. Like Mm -hmm. to me feels unfair, putting her in an unfair position. It is unfair
1: to her. And I think the thing about Raquel is she would take any ring. Like you don't have to lie to her. I think she's happy with whatever it is. Like, she's accepting everything James is giving her. So. Yeah.
2: I mean, she wants to be the future <laughs> Mrs. James Kennedy, which to me, or I would imagine to you, seems like worst case scenario waking up than future Mrs. James Kennedy.
1: <laughs> to tie yourself legally for eternity to James Kennedy is not <laughs> the life move that I would recommend for a young like a lo- file woman of- like Raquel, file- who is great filing a joint
2: a joint tax return (laughs) with James Kennedy seems like a horrible idea I hope they are I hope they are married filing individually
1: yeah just for
2: Raquel's sake
1: I just don't and also he's at the nascent stages of his DJ career and I don't see this relationship like lasting through his ascension to DJ stardom
2: No, with all the groupies that will no doubt undoubtedly
1: flock to him wherever he goes. Yeah.
2: Speaking of which, do you think? Did you see the news about Lala and Randall?
1: Yeah, I was gonna. I meant to ask you about that up top, but I'm glad you're bringing it up. What are your thoughts? I've not seen any of Lala's posts since she posted her like Beverly Hills hotel, like walking (laughs) through the hallways, checking in with like her gaze and her baby. Which seems expensive, I, and I'm like,
2: yeah, can you afford to well, live there? I, the other day, I did a really a deep dive on Randall because I was just like, I don't like. Is he like he they? The media seems to take him seriously as a producer in that they're not like it's not like remember like Anne Hathaway's like fiance who was like Raffaello or whatever who like was literally <laughs> a con man like they like pe- the media never took him seriously, but I feel like Randall somehow like. Like he was a producer on like that that Power. ten hour, no, oh, Power and also The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I looked like before Power and The Irishman, he like I've never heard of anything that he's ever done. It's and all also B-movies. like being right, and also being a producer, like means that you're finding the money or putting up the money. It's not exact. I mean, like, and yes, if it's a runaway success, you're getting money. On the back end, but I just don't think that's how you like amass a ton of wealth by like having the Irishman, which I don't think was any sort of success and power, which I think was a success. So maybe he has money from power, but like how, how much?
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's like he strikes me also as someone that might be like floating from like huge paycheck to huge paycheck Mm -hmm. or like takes out Mm -hmm. a lot of loans to get stuff done. Yeah.
2: Let's just say, I would imagine that being his accountant is 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 complicated.
1: But he also, like, was, I think, the inspiration for Turtle in Entourage, which was all right. based around Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. so he also has, like, Wahlberg's right. energy. He was, <laughs>
2: he does. <laughs> he, maybe that's where he learned, like, all the he trade. knows about business is from Mark Wahlberg, which would explain <laughs> producing The Irishman. Which is like it's De Niro. It's De Niro. What could go wrong?
1: He has yeah, it's like he has a few clout markers, but then everything else is so shady. I still don't understand how like movies that go straight to streaming that like who watches those and how do they actually make money? It seems like money laundering to me.
2: Yeah, I think I would I would imagine that, and like the fact that Randall's saying he wouldn't invest in Schwartz and Sandys, like I feel like anyone who invests in restaurants is also like misguided because I feel like restaurants are one. It's like investing in a fashion business where it just seems like not a great way. It's Born like not to a solid fail investment most of the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Or restaurants the kind of are so hard.
1: Where it's like you're just not gonna get money back for years.
2: Right. The and so, but I feel like he's someone who money. would like love to be. An investor in a restaurant because he would like always get the right table and they'd be like Ran, you know, like
1: yeah, we you know booth. like the, yes. the booth. He,
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you think that they? Do you think he's a member of San Vicente Bungalows?
1: That's a good question. I feel like no, because we would have seen I feel like Lala no. and Ran pictured walking out of there.
2: Yeah, she looks great this season. By the she way, I feel like she's taken it down a notch, like from a yeah. Injectable, injectable standpoint.
1: She goes to that Dr. Diamond. Oh, just, it's
2: because she just had a baby
1: and I'm just had a baby. All, all, and so yeah. So
2: she had. She couldn't do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. She looks so much I had better. So
1: much that it was like she just lost <laughs> a little of the like filler puffiness and stretchiness. And now, and it's, now it's Like at a great level. Yeah.
2: She goes to Dr. Diamond. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what you, mm, I guess. Then that makes me think like Ran does have money because I don't think on I don't think he's salary. giving freebies no I don't think he gives freebies either no and, and like I the guess the rest of them I don't go to Dr. Diamond so I no. think it's like <laughs> no, <laughs> mm,
2: definitely not Sheena Shea could yeah but she's still a Marina Del Rey
1: no she moved back to Hollywood she fled the Marina and now I think lives <laughs> in, in Hollywood again which made me sad I was here for her west side endeavors
2: Yeah, me too. And like Marina del Rey is like such a, like, uh, isn't it literally like it's not real like soil? It's like made on top of a landfill or something. Or no, that's Playa Vista. (laughs) No,
1: yeah. I think it's all that area seems, it's tenuous. It's not real. What do you think of Katie's role in like the Schwartz and Sandy of it all? Like we have that scene where Tom Schwartz He relents and says to Sandoval, like, you can name the restaurant, whatever. Like, I trust you. Just do it. Which I thought was great because I had already come around to Schwartz and Sandy. Like, I was like, that is the name of this place. Like, it will never be anything else. And I can't tell if Katie, I can't tell if this is, like, for storyline or if she really is, like, pissed about all of this. And, like, her passion now lies in the food service industry.
2: I think, every, well, number one, I'd say, like, I feel like everything we need to know about Katie um, lies in that, like, cheetah print tattoo mm-hmm. that she has and just sort of, like, who she was at that moment to get a cheetah print tattoo and, like, what she, how she saw her life unfolding, you know, and, like, how it's now different and she's perhaps not equipped for, like the the new career you know she was going to be a makeup artist and a, wasn't she was not she like edgy. an esthetician yeah yeah, all yeah right. she was I like edgy and like a punk like like into punk like, music her like and yeah
1: and like kind yeah. of yeah like, and her like her
2: Instagram and, thing is called like music kills Katie like yeah. she thought like that was her brand mm-hmm. and now she's like living in Valley Village in a modern farmhouse and like doesn't I think is just sort of.
1: And yearns uh, to be like the major D of yeah. Schwartz and Sandys. I was like, "Honey, reconnect to your passions."
2: I know. Well, I think that's what it, I think. She's just trying to find her like how, like now that this is my life, like where is my place? Versus like I knew what my place was going to be. Like I was going to be like the girl in the mosh pit, getting t- getting <laughs> tattoos with like like former Mormon band like Brandon Flowers, and like yeah. that was going to be it. And now. She's like, I guess I'll just like do the front of house and Schwartz and Sandy's and like wants to like have an imp- have input into the name. But I don't know. Their relationship to me is very um it's very depressing. It's like, I really don't see depressing. there's not there's not moments of love. Like, do you ha- like we, ha- we saw Tom and Ariana this season or this episode, as we mentioned, like having that like very honest moment where you're like okay they've talked about like not having sex or like not wanting to get married but it seemed like they have a very genuine connection yeah we have not seen that have we ever seen that with katie and tom not even at their wedding
1: no it's all very to go back to like sexless energy it's very sexless it's passionless and it feels just like comfortable but not in like a not in a loving way and like a No, you're it's like really platonic in the least at all times like
2: Yeah. you're and they like dig they dig at each other in really like toxic ways like about about like their looks and like his dick size and like remember like it's just like yeah. it's been a history of like when the camera shut off like are they together or do they like still hang
1: out? I guess so. They must. I mean I honestly think I feel bad for Katie's fertility journey just in the sense that if she was really dying to have a kid and then literally every friend of hers did get pregnant within that six-month period, like, that would be a troll. And so I have a lot of empathy for that. But I also, on the other side, I'm like, the universe is telling you that you do not need to procreate with this man. You need yeah. to get out of this marriage. Like, I'm a Katie I'm a Katie truther now, and like, of like, you must, you must get divorced and disentangled. You think yourself. that there's
2: like that there's a there's something better for Katie out there.
1: I believe that with all my heart. I truly think, and like to see her f- half heartedly fight and like resign herself to being like the front woman of Schwartz <laughs> yeah. and sand. Like that is now her ultimate dream. <laughs> I was like. Yeah. This cannot, I can't stand for this. Like, I it hurt no. me actually. I was like, this, yeah. you've got to get out of there.
2: And she is somewhat smarter than Schwartz. Definitely. I agree. And well, more so savvy, I have a question. You, just in general, you've like crossed the professional line to friendship line with Ariana, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: So you have a little bit of insight that I don't have. And do you think, does Ariane like, did, is she She and Sandoval are real? Like, the real deal? Like, she's happy just not being married and not having kids and just they're, happy with Sandoval?
1: Yeah, they're the real deal. Like, I remember when in my early, early podcasting days when they came over, like, their, to pod together, their passion was so... in transit like I felt like electric it was electric after being around them I was you got high
2: on their love that sounds like a Kesha song
1: and then I missed them afterwards I was like (laughs) like I wish that they were here right now just to like hang out like and they've consistently matched that same energy like every time that I've been around them since so I truly I believe the love is real I think I mean like it's interesting I like that she's having i like that she says like she's open to like marriage or possibilities like i I find that to be really relatable because i've also been in a place where i'm like i would never get married like blah 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 blah. but things change over time and that's very human like i don't fault her for that no and and and
2: like in his defense sandoval does seem like a rock like he seems dependable even though he's an idiot yeah he seems more dependable and more substantial, like, emotionally than Schwartz does. Uh, Schwartz, <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> you, like, stub your toe and Schwartz would, like, melt down. I don't know like, what to do. He yeah. wouldn't know how to, like, handle a simple thing like that. He's, like, not. Liter- he, oh. It's too. It's. I couldn't be with someone like that.
2: Like I, w- the other thing my husband and I were doing last night is we were going through every cast member on the show and saying whether they were like a top or a bottom.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I guess
2: I can say that like as a as a, a gay person. Um, and it was basically that everyone was a bottom. <laughs>
1: that was bottom. the that was Any the conclusion. Tops There's in the mix or have
2: maybe, all the I tops think, been I, think, fired? I think all the tops have been fired.
1: Wow. Just like bottom. I mean Charlie. Energy.
2: Charlie. Yeah. yeah. Charlie could give us that at a certain point you think soon. Lala's
1: a bottom I think she kind of has top energy
2: yeah I mean I guess the you know it's a low bar mm-hmm. right now um but like James Kennedy huge bottom Raquel obviously bottom <laughs> uh, um like re- I mean everyone
1: Schwartz is like reluctant <laughs> top I think
2: a very <laughs> so
1: reluctant a, he, a
2: very soft top yeah. yeah you
1: would think he's a bottom but he actually is a top you have to beg him <laughs> you have <laughs> to, to beg you. him and pump him up for hours and hours yeah and he'll get like one pump in and then he'll just like, i can't do it so it's like relentless yeah. on top yeah
2: and like i didn't want to i've we've done for t- my husband and i did you know uh surrogacy and fertility so i like know what the journey is of like giving sperm and doing all that stuff so i don't want to like sperm shame however like I'm gonna guess that the results of Schwartz's uh, <laughs> spermology uh, analysis are going to reveal some slow swimmers. I'm that's just
1: well, he said there was a teaser of next week's episode where he was like, "My sperm are like two headed. Like I'm too, I'm like <laughs> Katie. Literally, every sign is pointing to yes. get the fuck out of this. Yeah, like, you cannot procreate with this man."
2: You're in danger, Katie. You're
1: in deep, deep danger. Run for your life.
2: Oh my God, run.
1: Run. What do you feel about Brock, like Brock, the Lala versus Brock?
2: (sighs) Yeah. I mean, I think Lala brings up a good point, which is that like you should be (laughs) going into any relationship with someone who has another family that they haven't seen in four years with your eyes open. Yeah. And not to assume that the past will not repeat itself. That said, I think Brock seems like a good guy, mm-hmm. and I think that his ex-wife or his ex-baby mama or whatever does seem like she didn't want him in her- their life, so I'm like, I-, I think Lala's meddling, and also doesn't Randall have like 10 other kids?
1: Yeah, he has two other kids with another like young blonde actress type, so I'm right. like- this feels very like pot and kettle situation. To yes, me. it's a Lala La Kent on her high horse, and there's only <laughs> one. There's only one direction you can go from there.
0: Also, did you see she
2: was wearing in that scene where they do that? Uh, workout that every bravo star does
1: do does every bravo star do this they, workout? yeah they
2: they it's because it's like weird and like you know like they'll have like funny things yeah but <laughs> yeah I they did it on dallas this.
1: okay i was like i want to do this workout because i think a lot of celebrities <laughs> do it too and i and i haven't got i believe it's similar to m sculpt or it's like kind of that yes. same idea. It's
2: like simulate it's like it's simulating like hours of crunches or something.
1: Muscle contractions and I was like I definitely right before we got on this Zoom was doing like a Los Angeles search of where I can go get this workout <laughs> and I think I found a location that's close by.
2: I just think that like that workout is the kind of workout where People say, "Oh, I feel like this is something that celebrities do," but the actual people that they've gotten to like endorse it are like Alyssa Milano.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you are a celebrity and you are doing that workout, you probably just bought that machine, and then you and your trainer do it like three times a week, in addition to the other like ten hours a week you spend working out. (laughs) Like, (laughs) right? But also, but so did you you notice like once or twice?
2: No, Um, did you notice Lala's hat? Mm -hmm. it said it said (laughs) it says that was so trashy and I like looked it up online just to see like where she got that hat and it's actually it's her own like merch.
1: I was gonna say I believe that that's a line that she might have said.
2: I didn't know that that was her tag I didn't know that (laughs) that was so trashy is also like not a Good catchphrase, like that was so trashy. What was so trashy? Like, what are we talking about? I can't I remember didn't, did what you know? she was talking
1: about or what it was in <laughs> reference to. But when I saw, it, I was like, I'll bet that is her own merch. Uh, like a, it's but it's a not like it's not like attempt. it's a very it's a ha- yeah yeah lazy. Attempt I mean, to me that yeah brandying. that says
2: everything that. You need to know about where we are with like the cast. Is that like that is the best? Like <laughs> the best that's the best tagline.
1: A better <laughs> like hat remember jacks like, Give them Lala. Would yes. just better merch. Yeah, yes. I'll never forget Jax's chunky sweater line that didn't oh, necessarily like, materialize.
2: It was like a V neck sweat. It was like V neck, uh, like um collar shawl collar sweaters.
1: Yeah, cardigans and. I think he was like a brand ambassador for some sort of like a clothing brand we'd like never heard of Excalibur actually now I
2: remember
1: (laughs) the name (laughs) but I don't know
2: anything about Excalibur but like I feel like he had I'm the I'm the top person I'm the top man in in the group the number one guy in the group like that I'd wear that on a hat Mm -hmm. because that has like heart I feel like that was so trashy It was about a specific thing that was trashy and not something that she like would always say nor is it a particularly like
1: it's not a astute
2: observation yeah <laughs> it's not it's not a tagline
1: if it's something that anyone could say and it sounds fine coming out of their mouth like you should <laughs> not a, brand like, not, your honey, merch around honey that.
2: that's not a tagline no. that's just <laughs>
1: it's just a sentence Babe, that's a,
2: that's a literal, yeah, that yeah. is a literal observation about something that was trashy. That's not, that's nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. We have to like. Let it go. Something else will come to, to you. Trust
1: that something else will come to you. <laughs> and that it does. The brainstorming doesn't end at the time you said that's so trashy about something. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I, I always say this about like people who have good ideas are not like protective of their ideas because they'll always have good ideas right yeah. so it's like fine you take that idea whatever but like lala had this idea and she was like this is it i'm like trademarking it this that was so trash that was so, <laughs> so trashy. in the in the past tense like that was so trashy it what? makes
1: no sense actually
2: i mean here we are on a vanderpump rules podcast and we don't even know yeah like what episode or like moment Like I can hear
1: her saying that and I remember I remember knowing her saying that but it was not like I don't like what did fans message her and be like (laughs) that was incredible like who is who's encouraging her in this endeavor because if it was you and you're listening you need to stop like yeah stop in your tracks and like you need to not watch Bravo anymore probably.
2: That was, so, yeah, Give Them Lala. They, you can't even, the, the The sad fact is you can't buy a Give Them Lala hat on her website and you can buy a That Was So Trashy hat.
1: <laughs> How much are the That Was So Trashy hats retailing for? $20, 25
2: Okay,
1: sensible. <laughs> right? The sensible price point, yeah. Yeah, not mad and at her hat. book,
2: her book on her website, it says that her book was a USA Today best seller. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know...
1: That's not for nothing.
2: I'll tell you what. I'm not a USA Today bestseller.
1: I don't know if I am or not. But I was glad I to know. be. I was glad secretly, not so secretly, that she didn't make New York Times bestseller. I
2: know. That would have been like a sad state of affairs. Who is she comparing herself to? Stasi? I guess so.
1: Yeah. But also did like. did get on the Times list? Stassi, La, we're not ready to be given Lala in that way at this time. Again, it was like she is not thinking these things through strategically.
2: No, no. some like you have to. Some people need to wait for to write the book.
1: Mm-hmm. She could have waited like five more years. The book would be far <laughs> yeah. more interesting. Especially, it's like you haven't even seen this Randall relationship through to its mm-hmm. like end which now she (laughs) actually has a book to write if she's breaking up with him for good
2: that's so true like we need the breakup book
1: i know what i was like um dying when she confronts sheena in the baby clothing store about brock and sheena's response for like how much brock actually does care about his other family is she says Brock thinks about them all the time and he drinks out of a coffee mug with their faces on it and they are the background of his computer screen.
2: In today's, in in the world we live in, that says more about our culture than it does about Sheena and Brock and Brock and his love for his kids. Devoted father. They're like that's her, screen. like that's like literally his lock screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. He and went so on their like
1: faces, and she's crying when she said that. Yeah, it moves her. That's so a much. that's
2: a that's a that's a mug that he got on like printfish.com like with their faces on it, because that's how much he loves them.
1: And he drinks out of it every day. <laughs> it's not like a once a week thing; it's every day.
2: No, it's like where he only drinks his bulletproof coffee out of that mug. Mm-hmm. The other thing I loved about Brock is that he. W- well, I've never heard of pickleball.
1: I've started to hear about it more and more. It's po- It's popping on your radar. More <laughs> yeah, and more. It, pickleball is trending. Believe it or not, like I've really, it, yeah, like people are playing pickleball. I'm not one of them, but no. I wouldn't put it past myself. I guess it's like more it's, low stakes tennis or something.
2: So it's like something between it's 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 somewhere between ping pong and tennis,
1: and it feels like squashy got it. as well but the
2: fact like that the energy that he has to like go practice for like a few hours before they have the tournament is like really bizarre to me like you are six foot ten and like obviously stronger and bigger and more masculine and have more like testosterone pumping through your body than the rest of the cast members have combined
1: to practice like, for that don't... long and not even place in the pickleball <laughs> tournament, I was like, "This is a misguided attempt." Maybe
2: he doesn't have the he doesn't have the body for the agility ball. required.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, not aerodynamic enough, I guess.
1: What did you think of the sperm gag on Lisa Vanderpump?
2: I don't think I think. It's moments like those that are actually the most uncomfortable for me when they think they're f- like when people on this show think that they're funny.
1: I true. I thought that it was actually the sperm at first, like because I guess the Bravo showed like a teaser where it was bleeped out or something or and I was so, like, so they? Were- I literally was like, oh, my God, like they would just show their sperm to their employer or whatever and i was like deeply uncomfortable and then i was like oh just a trick
2: but i also like how you're still thinking of lisa as their employer like (laughs) as if there are still like lines (laughs) and like uh, lines that have yet to be crossed
1: well she is like their boss still at the end of the day I mean, isn't true, she like, the executive producer but, of this show that they're on? True.
2: So like meta boss, like real boss, all sorts of boss. But I just feel like Schwartz has talked about how he wants to like have sex with her all the time and yeah, even has so like it said it to Ken. That, like, he would
1: just give is her... Ken
2: Is Ken still alive?
1: He is.
2: He's, he's not appearing he's on the show on. right now.
1: He was in this episode very briefly, I think, standing at he the was? bar like ordering a drink. Oh, yeah.
2: At least he's standing.
1: Mm hmm. He's hanging on. They've like They
2: propped him up like weekend of Bernie's style.
1: <laughs> they put a stake in the ground <laughs> and they tie Ken to it and then just leave him there while Lisa and everyone else <laughs> films their scenes.
2: <laughs> That's fair. And they or they only, and they put him on like they get like a dolly and they just like put him in like when the scene starts.
1: Yeah, just put him and sit him down in the chair.
2: Poor Max. I mean, like the fact that Max is even entertaining an apology from james kennedy when you the things that he said were just like so mean and unhinged like you're fat and nobody likes you he called him a fat
1: cunt like (laughs) that is you've crossed the line like i'm not i'm not an angry person but if i like get in a really throw down fight with like a sibling like i might cross a line but i would not cross the line of like fat cunt with like anyone no I've like do, been I've need been to like rethink
2: it's been drilled into my head um that you can't use that word the c word like the c word like yeah. as a guy like it is a it's a really bad thing to say
1: <laughs> really oh I think I think it's a that, great I think it's a great word no and maybe I,
2: but I feel like it's okay for you too but I feel yeah. like it's very it's very uncool I don't know maybe it maybe I'm wrong about that word but it feels then British for- to say it too. i think yeah, the Brits feel is. differently about it clearly <laughs> and then but like for him to like also use it on like it's like a guy to it's a like guy on guy c-word c-wording yeah know? Mm-hmm. is like also like they're both c-words
1: also like that to bring it back that your boss's son <laughs> I, I feel like he what says you, it like what in front n- of lisa he's like that's why you never had a girlfriend and i'm like that is your employer again is right here lisa's
2: like is- reading the text messages and she's like so you called him a fat cunt he said you're fat and you'll always be alone forever and like all these like horrible things about her son and she's saying she's like you really should apologize
1: <laughs> she's like that is not fair like, lisa I think your anger Zisa got the be better of you to humiliate Max a little bit
2: well he still works he's like still a busboy and Pandora is like the face of Vanderpump Rosé
1: mm-hmm. yeah Max is pretty low on the Vanderpump Empire totem pole yeah but I'm I'm, wondering...
2: he has a, a storyline well I guess he, he had a storyline last season too about finding his birth family right
1: Oh yeah. Did that ever go anywhere? I don't remember. I feel like it was one scene. I don't (laughs) I like that they continue to try to work Max into this show. Like, will it ever take off? TBD, probably Mm, not. But I do like I like for Max that he did get an Oculus, like the newest Oculus. (laughs) I feel like that he'll have fun with that. And then he gets to be in a power position, which I think makes him feel good about deciding not to take james back as a friend i mean
2: but james is like he's so like there's something very deeply unhinged and i know that's like stating the obvious (laughs) but like imagine like sober being completely sober and like all of those (laughs) like typing all those words out to to your to (laughs) to your your, friend to
1: your (laughs) your boss and also who is also also your your boss's boss's son. son yeah It's really, I worry for James a lot. Like, I think that there is still a lot really wrong that needs to get resolved before entering, like, a marital union or even, like, going down the road of trying to have kids or anything. Like, even the way he bosses Um, Raquel around a little bit when they're in the car and he's like, well, that's the last time you're wearing that ring to work. It's like, (laughs) don't ding that. Like, I was just like, this is, I worry for her.
2: I mean, I worry for her, but I also think in some ways they kind of deserve each other.
1: Work together? Or, yeah. Like, that they,
2: like, she, I think, needs to be with someone who, like, brings that kind of energy. Like, she, because she just has the opposite energy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I also screenshotted the text messages that James wrote to (laughs) Max.
1: (laughs) I want them framed. Like, someone (laughs) needs to make art over them.
2: I mean, like this is literally like a Richard Prince. It's so uh, good, yeah. All yeah, all I okay. Think it's about your, is- <laughs> it's, it's it's your fat, and nobody likes you. You're a miserable <laughs> cunt, and you always have been. You you come outside, you fat prick. All I could think about is how fat you look. That is like so deeply so toxic mean. and like so mean. And also, like, not to mention that, like, Lisa is wearing a full, like, Paula Pound, like a Paula Poundstone blue satin tie and like dress shirt while she's mm-hmm. like reading these text messages, which also just added to it. But he's so mean, and he probably says the worst things to Raquel that like you would ever hear.
1: Oh, absolutely! I think he just like rages first and asks questions later. And yeah, it's interesting too that his rage and like cruelty. Is far worse than even Katie's at her most oh, tequila. Yeah. Katie, like she wasn't going down this road. You know what I mean? No, these are James like things is like that you is, don't walk. You can't bounce back from because you're just like God. You're so fucking mean.
2: You can't walk back. Yeah, he like he'll say like the he'll say like the 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 worst thing to upset mm-hmm. you. Like when he would like when he said whatever he said to Katie last season that got him fired. <laughs> but the fact that he still wants to like DJ at Sir, I guess. like I (laughs) feel like there are bigger venues that he could DJ at like just from being DJ James Kennedy up from Vanderpump
1: I think he could like DJ at Hollywood nightclubs at this point yeah like there are they would absolutely take him he went on watch what happens live last night and I guess he like his post I just saw what he had posted on social media and he was like Andy thinks I'm gonna be a huge DJ by the way like and I just love that vote of confidence, I think so too, so I'm glad to be on the right side so of here's the
2: his here are his up his up uh, upcoming dates okay He's at the blended festival in san diego um there he's then he's in Cincinnati on uh october 29th. then he's hitting up Indianapolis <laughs> uh-huh. on uh November fifth and then omaha nebraska um on November sixth so
1: I love those markets for him.
2: Yeah. But I mean, like, I bet those are, you know, like, he could probably make so much money from that. He, you remember how it was on the Jersey Shore, Pauly D was the one who actually was making the most money because you yeah. can just charge so much for these, de- and like, you don't have to do anything. And he actually had a skill that no one else had. Yeah. Maybe James Kennedy is the Pauly D of Vanderpump.
1: I think he might be because also.
2: And Jax is the situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Sandoval and Schwartz are like Vinny, kind of.
2: Yes, totally. Or Schwartz is very and, vinny at least. Yeah. And then who would be um Snooky?
1: Sheena's kind one. of snooky. She is? Yeah. Oh she my is.
2: God. And then um the one that was with Ronnie um is Katie.
1: Yeah or even Dodie like that's like yes. Dodie and Sandoval's relationship yeah for those first and, two seasons and
2: then what about Ronnie
1: Jax also has Ronnie energy a little bit
2: but he's so the situation so singe, I, yeah and I think I think you're right I think you're right that Ronnie like that Schwartz is Vinny and Ronnie is Sandoval
1: yeah, but Ronnie also was like incredibly abusive. So I don't get that vibe from Sandoval.
2: No, 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 you're right. So he does have little jacks in him.
1: Yeah, Sandoval's also kind of Polly D, just with like the m- manicured. Yeah. Yeah. But they oh, are but maybe, very I mean, dirty, honestly. Adjacent. Yeah.
2: And like probably James Kennedy will have the last laugh.
1: I think so. I mean, I think I can see like his career going places if he aims a little higher than Sir. And Tom Tom.
2: I mean, I wonder you know how there's like now the Skinny Girl clause in all the Bravo Housewives contracts? What's that? So I I mean I I say this like I know this all for a fact. Oh my god, I didn't know. Um so basically, like after after Bethany like sold Skinny Girl and, you know, whatever had the big uh cash windfall, apparently any subsequent contracts that were signed for like new housewives included a stipulation that like if you launch a brand like after being appearing on the show like bravo gets a piece of it whoa because it well it makes sense that like yeah after that they're like wait like we are the ones who like basically like did all these advertisements for skinny girl and we didn't get a dollar from it so now like all the brands that have launched like they're all partly owned by like NBC universal
1: Oh, incredible.
2: Which is interesting. And so I would just wonder whether similarly with like these guys, whether like Bravo gets a piece of like or decides or has any say at like what kind of gigs he takes.
1: I wonder. Yeah, because he was like DJing prior to being on the show, I guess. And is he was? DJing. I think so. Or like was like a music hopeful
2: Yeah, but he had had the the, he had that dream.
1: Yeah, his dream exists like predates his time on Vanderpump Rules. I would argue he's born with that dream. And how are they going to afford a a wedding? I don't know. Maybe Sandoval will pay for
2: (laughs) (laughs) it. I mean, Sandoval really impressed me this episode. Like, I feel like it's very easy just to be like, you're a narcissistic, like idiot, Mm -hmm. and then to like be able to he is a he's a good producer he is he's
1: passionate and i appreciated (sighs) like i don't think he's channeling like his i think he's still figuring out his emotions around katie and like why that bothers him so much so i don't think he's very good at like vocalizing his hurt and i also think it's like you need to let go of like these she's clearly Katie has no rage anymore. Cause she literally has no passion for anything anymore. So <laughs> no. she's virtually harmless. Like you yeah. don't have to, you can just hear her out. You don't have to, like, she's been declawed. Yeah. It's she's like been totally declawed and like all but neutered at this point. Like just let her <laughs> have one thing. Let, you don't even right. have to listen to her. And I get like her delivery, her delivery comes off badly. Cause she's also a yeah. terrible communicator. But, but it's like, Ball let her, us- let
2: her like, yeah, let her own the reservation book. You don't even have to take reservations. Just let her think she's like penciling people in.
1: You know what I mean? Let her stand there and like <laughs> yeah. wear an apron and say hi. She'll probably get sick of it after like a couple times. <laughs> I think how he was like, yeah. well, you're not the most, or it was there her own husband who goes, <laughs> well, we all know you're not the most sociable person. <laughs>
2: They, their relationship <laughs> thank is thank you schwartz <laughs> i just really want to think that they there's a lot of love there when the cameras turn off
1: maybe there is and that's just what yeah like what we're missing like they now just have to play these roles for the show yeah but i mean yeah i even had them on the podcast early 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 days
2: what was that energy like
1: it was the same. It was like they got in a fight about like eating pad thai. Like. No. Yeah. Like they. And like it was still. So intense. it was
2: not like there was not the like electricity that you there was, experienced. No, no, no. There with, was not electricity. With Ariana and Sandoval.
1: <laughs> Sandoval. Yeah. No. There was <laughs> not there. That electricity was nowhere to be found.
2: Interesting. But yet And yet they're still are. together. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are talking about their love. In this, what twentieth uh, day of 20, October? Yeah,
1: deep into twenty twenty one, they've like mm, outlasted mm, most. Mm, I mm. who will be the first divorce?
2: Um, great question. I mean, James and. I mean, like, I don't. They'll. Do you think that they'll have the wedding this season, or will it be next season?
1: No, it would definitely be next season.
2: Right. I don't so know. So then, if I think they'll get to the no, altar. no to the altar.
1: Yeah, so that and that's <laughs> yeah. an interesting twist. I'm ready to watch like that process for yeah. sure. I feel
2: like she'll. I feel like she'll get cold feet, um, and they won't. Like they're gonna break off their engagement first. Of I don't think. I don't think Maloney and Schwartz will get divorced. I just. I really don't. That's not how I feel. And I don't think Brittany and Jax will either.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't think Brittany and Jax could even, like, afford to get divorced.
2: No, not at this point.
1: Like, I feel like they'll just fade away and, like, move to Florida or somewhere like that. And then I don't know what they'll do.
2: I wonder if, like, Bravo is planning to bring them all back for little spinoff shows, like, uh, Stassi and Bo and all of them. and But just is, like, waiting for, like... The, like, controversy to cool off and then just, like, bring them back.
1: Because, you know, what was really interesting about this episode is that this was the first time that anyone even mentioned their names. And it was not in terms of, like, the firings that happened. It was Lisa being like, well, like, it must have been hard for Katie when... Sheena, Stasi, Brittany, and everyone got pregnant. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting way to like nod to them when we all know like, like they're not here what and happened. why they're not here. Yeah. So that actually also, makes me yeah, think that they could just be waiting to like reintroduce them like next yeah, season. Yeah.
2: It's, a- <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, well, I wonder if ratings will be so dismal like this season that they're going to have to bring some people. Like, they don't have. They don't have stars like they have Brock, who I think has it in him. Mm-hmm. If we like go back to Australia for him to reconcile with yeah. his bring the mother
1: first and family. the kids here
2: mm. and do like oh, a bring her make her a kid. yeah do she Brady gets a job at, she, she gets a job at what if she gets a job at Sir
1: yes that's the answer to marital and bliss finally and like her a family I need summer moon and summer honey and winter. <laughs> both together sisters yeah Um, no summer moon summer Summer moon Moon. summer moon honey
2: honey is her i think it's like a
1: full yeah three names
2: and then lala's is ocean something ocean what
1: ocean i don't know what the middle name is ocean's a beautiful name i'm a big fan of ocean
2: yeah ocean is actually pretty lala has like some some in some twisted way like very cool taste
1: yeah I'm not mad at her taste level.
2: No. And like her, like when she had like the bigger, like she was like taking her own challenge of finding bigger and bigger hoops, like every single episode, <laughs> like a few seasons ago, <laughs> where like they would just like creep, creep, like creepily get like larger and larger. Like I thought that was like that. Honestly, why isn't she selling fucking hoops?
1: Yeah, that like I don't Anything care about other than Vini a brand <laughs> and that hat. No. That's so that was and- so trashy. <laughs>
2: Like I just like the f- or like at least make hoops and then you could have like that written inside the hoops. But but like tie it back to something mm-hmm. that we care about.
1: Yeah. I know. I I, I also know. wonder like who will she date if she and Randall truly break up, which I also feel like maybe they're not. They're, it's just going to be on. You know, and a ratings yeah. They're going to be on
2: again, off again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I'm like, who who where does she go from Randall? you would have to, I don't you would know. think that she would try and go like an upgrade
2: well you've heard you've heard that Erica Jane is rumored to be dating some like Vegas casino owner guy like rich Vegas guy I like always had a feeling that Erica Jane was gonna find someone richer and like be totally fine it's not like she's gonna be behind jails and poor and like looking at those like studio apartments in
1: in Hollywood Mm -mm, she's like
2: and like these reality stars are gonna find like guys who want to shower them with gifts and like maybe be on a reality show or something I feel like Lala could easily date someone even more wealthy yeah push comes to shove
1: I hope, I wish the cameras had been rolling like during this time.
2: I know. But you know, honestly though, this season we got not only like Erica Jane unraveling on TV, but we also got Jen Shaw arrested on camera. And I feel like... We can't ask for
1: that's making up everything. for like yeah I guess like a lack of substantial drama on Vanderpump Rules but I'm still yeah. not I'm still not mad at the season so far like I'm no, enjoying no, no, myself no. and I'm laughing and it feels good to be back and
2: and it's like for once like COVID doesn't exist
1: yeah and we like and they're not even pretending COVID,
2: to wear to wear masks
1: yeah and they get to live their dream like partying on the Coachella polo field. <laughs> So, like, thank God for COVID, I guess.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, to me, I was always, I was thinking that, like, the gift that is, like, Jen Shaw getting arrested on camera for fraud is, like, making up for COVID. But I guess, really, it's experiencing the joy of the Vanderpump Rules <laughs> cast being able to go to Coachella, mm-hmm. you know, and just have the whole, the whole polo field to themselves. Like, that is really the meaning of the season yeah party in palm springs
1: with abandon and like i love any time that it shows them having to clean up after themselves
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah like the dirty dishes in the sink no i think messes
1: everywhere they go and then like yeah they can still rent a really nice house but they're at the end of the day always gonna have to clean up their own messes it's grounding Mm -hmm. and it is pure vanderpump energy
2: and the question is really like: Is are they taking out the trash, or is it the other way around? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. What is gonna happen with that security deposit? <laughs> I
2: speaking <laughs> of which, small side note: I rented um, with a few friends for Labor Day this really fancy house, like forty five minutes away. Like everyone had kids, it needed to be like a huge house. So yeah. it was this huge, like crazy estate in Somis. Which I, I don't even oh, know I've where never that is. Even it's heard in of that. Simi, It's in Simi Valley, and I'm currently embroiled in a very heated exchange with the owner of the estate because they're claiming we broke a coffee maker and they took four hundred dollars out of our deposit. We didn't even use the coffee maker.
1: Also, and what I'm kind the, of coffee is four hundred dollars?
2: Great question. Like a pot, I even, I like even googled a
1: coffee the, pot. Maker? Yes,
2: I even googled the maker, the coffee maker, and it was like. I'm like is she charging Tax and shipping like Yeah but we also didn't use it mm
1: -hmm. Wow so
2: I just feel like I feel like if that's and and we like Really left no trace if that is What's happening to me I can only imagine what's Happening to their security deposit
1: they're getting raked Over the coals I hope (laughs) Seriously I hope that you find Justice in this coffee maker Situation
2: I don't I like Still haven't cashed the deposit Refund minus the 400 because I'm like should I go to small claims court (laughs) Is it? I Take you know what I have? Like I judge have. Judy. <laughs> yeah, I have the truth on my side. Mm-hmm. I I I know that like there is not a world in which I used that coffee maker and broke it because I did not. We did not use that coffee maker.
1: Yeah, and well, I love
2: having like the truth on my side.
1: Yeah, I'm glad to you can be do able anything. To use my platform to bring awareness <laughs> to this like grave mistake on behalf of the rental. So, yeah, I know we can only hope that this gets resolved.
2: Poof. Keep me in your prayers, please. I
1: will. Tell everyone where they can find you. You have a Um, podcast. I
2: I have a podcast called Eyewitness Beauty. It is a pop culture and beauty news podcast that I do with my friend and former colleague, Annie Kriegbaum, who was like the head of Creative A Glossier for a while, and now she has her own brand. Um, And we release on Saturdays. Um, And it's like interviews with, people who are in the news and we like do top stories and products of the week. And it's, I say it's about beauty, but it's really just about anything we find interesting. So we'll have like a specialist on ketamine therapy or, um, like we had Norma Kamali talking about how she like looks so good and, uh, plastic surgeons and stuff like that. So that's, um, at Eyewitness beauty on instagram and i'm naxelrod on instagram if you want to follow me
1: i love that yeah i that's can't it. wait to listen to norma because i need to know all her secrets
2: she drinks so much olive oil
1: wow okay she,
2: that's like a lot she like eats i would say probably has like a quarter cup of olive oil a day like in various forms
1: like on her salads like, and stuff
2: yeah, like in her salads, like with, she like makes this bread that's just made of like seeds and nuts and then that she like that discovered. Mm-hmm. There's a goop, really,
1: there's a goop recipe for a seed bread that truly is. The most fibrous thing that you could possibly eat, but it, and it like resets your system in such a way that you've never felt healthier after. It's all it takes. Say is no more. Two slices of this loaf that'll last you. The loaf lasts you a week, and you do two slices a day. It'll change your fucking life. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good well, to that's. Know.
2: I mean, that it's. She's seventy six and she looks amazing. So that's that's me. And I thank you, it. by the way, for bringing or making one of my dreams come true, which is to talk about Bravo on. On a big platform such as yours
1: Thank you so much for being on the pod You'll have to come back again There's obviously like endless Amounts of Bravo to oh. be discussed In reality TV, yeah. pop culture, etc So I look forward to next time Definitely Alright, bye